Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, this is EJ Holland with the Wolverine.com. And we're back with another Wolverine live recruiting show here on our YouTube channel. If you're not a subscriber to our YouTube channel, make sure to hit that subscribe button. It is completely free. Click the like button at, as well. It helps with our algorithm, helps us get in front of other Michigan. So we can, uh, have other guys participate in the chat and ask more questions. Today, of course, is the Q&A show, and that means that you guys can ask any question you want. I will answer them in the order they are asked. But before we dive more into that, I want to bring you all a message from one of our sponsors, Vitamin Energy. Vitamin Energy is a powerful, naturally caffeinated energy shot that nourishes your body with vitamins, supports healthy weight loss, and boosts energy for seven plus hours with no jitters or sugar crash. I personally use Vitamin Energy when I'm on the road. I have an early trip tomorrow and I'm going to take some vitamin energy so I can stay awake on the road making the long drive. Uh, it's naturally caffeinated. It's gluten-free, zero sugars and artificial flavors. There's something for everyone, whether it's the immune and 
mood booster, the B12 vitamin D, the Sport Plus, the Workout Plus. There's no jitters, no crash. It supports gut health. It's energy with benefits. Visit vitaminenergy.com. Use promo code WolverineBogo. You buy one, you get one free with promo code WolverineBogo, which you can see here on the little border of the screen at vitaminenergy.com. Also, uh, make sure to subscribe to the Wolverine.com today for just $29.99 until August 31st. That gets you through this uh, basketball transfer portal season, the spring evaluation recruiting period, and you get to be part of a great message board community over at the fort with more than 8,000 unique individual users. So make sure to sign up today at the Wolverine.com for just $29.99 until August 31st. All right, I think we got all the uh, promo messages out of the way for now. So like I said, guys, I am EJ Holland with TheWolverine.com. I am here to answer your recruiting questions tonight. We are going in the order they are asked. However, if uh, you want to skip the line and donate to the travel budget, make sure to hit that donate button and you guys can enter the mix with a super chat and skip the line. All right, let's go ahead and get the show started from Buzz Buzzer. And he says, offensive recruiting is on fire. I don't want to seem ungrateful, but when are we going to get some defensive commits? Before I answer that question, guys, let me know if I sound okay. We are still without a producer. I am told this is the last week we are going to be without a producer. So hopefully we get that straightened out soon and we get some highlights on the screen and we don't have any more weird technical difficulties. So let me know if I'm good and hopefully we will get the producer situation resolved soon. Uh, but to answer buzz buzzers question, which uh, is when are we going to get some defensive commits? Uh, we'll see. I mean, it is interesting. I was kind of doing my updated confidence levels on the on three recruiting prediction machine yesterday and it's just a bunch of offensive guys i mean obviously you have the offensive line guys like jake warnera and blake frazier you have the receivers that have been heavy leans like amarion stewart and channing goodwin you have brady Priestcorn out there who michigan's doing really well with top 100 in-state tight end so a lot of options for potential commit candidates on the offensive side of the ball on the defensive side of the ball you know the guys that come to mind are Right away, you have Brian Robinson on 300 edge out of Ohio. Robinson's an interesting case. So you had a prediction come in from the Kentucky site today, and Kentucky's making him a super prior, super big priority. I think, you know, he's been a Michigan lean for so long. It's like, when is this decision going to come? And if it doesn't come in the near future, do you explore more options? And I know there are some other options out there uh, Michigan's in the mix with several potential edge targets you also have some guys close to home that are really interested that are probably in the same tier as Brian Robinson like a Marquise Lightfoot or a Brandon Davis Swain so that one's a really interesting one to follow I think uh, you know Michigan or, or I think Brian needs to kind of get it done sooner rather than later but uh, aside from Brian Robinson, I think Aaron Childs is still a really strong lean to Michigan. I still like where the Wolverines stand now. Childs is going to take his summer official visit, so I'm not expecting a decision uh, from him to come soon. 
but it is a positive that Michigan is getting the last OV. And I still think the Wolverines can get that done. Now on the corner board, you know, you have obviously Bryce West and Aaron Scott, but I think if Michigan starts to push for some of those second tier targets, like maybe an Austin Alexander out of Chicago, then, you know, you could see one of those guys jump on board. There's several intriguing names in that second tier of the corner board. You also have Jeremiah Lowe from Kentucky who visited Nigel Maynard from Tennessee who visited Jalen Todd as an in-state prospect. So if Michigan goes in on any of those second tier corners, you could see them jump on board. You know, Jay Harbaugh has Michigan in it with several elite safety prospects um, like Saquon Patterson and Ricardo Jones, but I'm not sure those guys are close to making a decision, you know, I, I think the if we just go down the line position-wise, linebacker, uh, we obviously talked about Childs, Michigan in a great spot with Jeremiah Beasley, but also not deciding until the summer. I think there are several nose prospects that we still have to get a feel for, including David Pale Pale, who was just on campus for a visit. Like I said, there's several edge targets on the board, but as far as imminent commitments, I mean, not really a lot of guys to talk about with the exception of maybe Brian Robinson, who should probably lock up his spot. Let's go ahead and go down to go blue 81. And he says, hello, EJ. I was wondering how we stand with Zadavian Sims, Micah Gilbert and DJ Pickett. And also uh, we're doing good with offensive line. So how many do you think we take this cycle? All right, let's go one by one here. Um, and remember guys, if you all want to skip ahead in the line, click the super chat button. And you guys can donate to my travel budget so I can see recruits across the country. And uh, you guys get to skip the line. Um, let's go ahead and start off with Zadavian Sims. Uh, four-star defensive lineman out of Oklahoma, just named Michigan in his top group. He told me that he plans to make an unofficial visit to Michigan soon. You know, Sims is an interesting prospect, kind of in the same way of, uh, you know, Brandon Davis, Swain. I'm not sure if he's really going to be a big edge uh, or if he's going to be a three technique. I probably prefer him in that three technique type of role. He's listed at 235 on on three, but other sites have him at 270. So I'm really curious to see exactly what his build looks like. I haven't seen Sims in person, so just kind of going off films and uh, recent clips of him. But I think Michigan is... In the mix there, um, that one seems to to be kind of a, a little bit of an NIL recruitment, so I'm curious to see how that angle goes. Michigan State was considered the leader for a long time, so he's definitely willing to leave his home region. But, uh, you know, Michigan State, I don't necessarily see as a clear front runner anymore. They are still in the mix as well. But with Brandon Jordan leaving, that was kind of, the tie there. So this recruitment seems pretty open. I don't know. I think a lot of uh, Sims's recruitment will probably depend on these later spring visits, summer official visits and things like that. But uh, I think we'll also know more once Mike Elston goes down to Oklahoma and sees him during the spring evaluation period. Let's go ahead and shift over to Micah Gilbert, four-star on 300 wide receiver out of North Carolina. I really like Micah Gilbert. I had a chance to see him in February at a Myrtle Beach 7-on-7 seven seven tournament, and uh, he was really impressive. I think that he's a guy that's been really moving up quietly up the Michigan wide receiver board. He had a really good visit 
in March. He actually planned to return for the spring game, uh, but travel plans didn't really work out there. I think this is a winnable recruitment for Michigan. You have the in-state schools involved there. North Carolina is a pretty big threat, but this is another winnable recruitment. Um, Gilbert is friends with guys like Channing Goodwin and Jordan Ship. He's familiar with Michigan quarterback commit Jaden Davis. So, yeah, definitely keep a close eye on Gilbert. I would expect Michigan to get an official visit. Uh, I think, you know, like I said, North Carolina is probably a threat. Notre Dame is probably a threat there, but that is a winnable recruitment. DJ Pickett, top 100 safety out of Florida in the 2025 class. Michigan trending really well there. You know, some of those SEC schools are going to be tough to beat. I would keep a close eye on Georgia, but Michigan remains strongly in the mix there. Uh, Commit Chris Ewald has been recruiting him really hard as well. So, yeah, I think Michigan's off to a great early start uh, with Pickett. As far as offensive line numbers, that's just going to be really interesting. I think Michigan's going to end up taking six for sure. Obviously, you have Jake Winera out there who is uh, now trending towards Michigan ahead of his decision later this month. Michigan has always wanted a true center, and Winera definitely fits that mold. You obviously have Blake Frazier, who's always going to have his spot as a Michigan legacy. I think he would he's going to make a decision at some point in the near future, though he hasn't set any type of exact timeline. Uh, Max Anderson is still a guy that's leaning towards Michigan, has his official visit set up for the summer. So I could see all those guys jumping on board. And then you have, you know, a wild card in Bennett Warren, who just visited for the spring game and has named Michigan as leaders. So, can Michigan get up to seven? I mean, I don't know how those numbers would work out, but I, I do think six is very possible. Let's go ahead and go down to Jackson Hells, and he says, any update on Brady Prescorns, top 100 prospect out of Rochester Adams, Michigan's top overall tight end recruit. Um, not really anything significant. You know, with Brady Prescorn, he stays really, really quiet. He hardly does any interviews. Uh, I think Michigan's still the team to beat there. I still have pretty good confidence there. I think on my confidence board, added at like 70%. There's still some other schools involved. Penn State just got him in for a visit a couple weeks ago or maybe a week and a half ago. Ole Miss is set to get him on campus here in the near future. But again, I still really like where uh, Michigan stance. Let's go ahead and go down to Ken Ma. And he says, thoughts on Benedict Ume, top 100 edge out of Connecticut. Can uh, Michigan win him? So Ume is a prospect that we haven't talked a ton about, but he is very high on the Michigan edge board. I really like Benedict Ume as well. He was one of the biggest risers in the rankings with Ume. I think he's just blown up so much that it's hard to get a true gauge for his recruitment. He's been making a lot of visits, is going to continue to make a lot of visits. So I think we'll have a better feel for where Michigan stands with Ume in the summer, but the Wolverines are definitely in the mix for him. Um, let's go ahead and go down to William Cawthorn, who says, are we going to have any defensive players commit soon? So I answered that earlier, William, in case you missed it, there aren't really any imminent candidates. I mean, it would be nice to see Brian Robinson lock up his spot sooner rather than later. I mean, Michigan's still trending well with guys like Aaron Childs and Jeremiah Beasley, but nothing super, super imminent, imminent there. Um, you know, maybe that could change soon. We'll see. Um, Mitchell M says, other than offensive line recruiting, it seems the other position groups are looking flat. Thoughts? 
Um, not necessarily. I just think the offensive linemen are just trying to all claim their spots because the numbers are closing in. So I think guys are maybe committing sooner rather than later. So like you had uh, Andrew Sprague, for example, right? He was going to take his summer OV to Michigan, didn't have a spring visit set up, and then was like, yeah, never mind, I'm coming in for the spring game and committing. Or uh, Jake Winera. I think, you know, is now obviously trending towards Michigan. He hasn't committed, but Michigan was only going to take one true center. And he had an official visit planned with Florida that's not going to happen. And so I think you could see him pick Michigan at the end of the month. So I think these guys are just trying to claim their spots before Michigan runs out of offensive line, uh, you know, numbers. But I don't think it's necessarily the same with other position groups. Like, you know, the wide receiver, Michigan's taking – you know, multiple guys or edge Michigan's taking multiple guys, linebacker Michigan's taking multiple guys there, multiple guys in the secondary uh, with no, you know, threat of numbers at this point. I think with the offensive line, it's a, one, it's a numbers frenzy, but also Sharon Moore's done a fantastic job this recruiting cycle. And it's obviously been a really easy sell after coming off back-to-back Joe Moore awards. So, uh, you know, Michigan's still in a good spot with, you know, if you look at wide receiver, they're still in a really good spot with a lot of their top targets, Marion Stewart, Janine Goodwin, Jordan Ship. you know, mentioned guys uh, like Micah Gilbert or Josh Jackson or Makai White, you know, they're still trending well for multiple guys. You look at linebacker, You know, they're still trending well for Aaron Childs, Jeremiah Beasley, Michael Boganowski out of Kansas. There's some viewer targets that are really interested in Michigan, like uh, Kamar Mathudi out of California, who I wrote about earlier today. So, um, you know, I wouldn't say the other position groups are looking flat. It's more so, you know, offensive line just really running out of numbers and guys trying to, you know, jump on the board. The spots are just going so fast. Uh, Shout out to... Giovanni Delgado, my Mexican brethren. Uh, Let's go ahead and go down to Go Blue 81. And he says, how are we doing with Heaven Brown Schuler? Is he committing soon? And also, how are we doing with Nitro Tuggle? So Go Blue 81, I'm not sure if you saw, but Nitro Tuggle, three-star wide receiver out of Indiana who visited Michigan this offseason, committed to Georgia. And so I don't really expect any movement there. Uh, I would expect him to stick with the Bulldogs, so nothing really there to report on Nitro. Heaven Brown Schuler is set to commit this month. For those of you that don't know, he's an on 300 nose target out of Georgia. He visited Michigan in January, but that one is looking like it's going to be Clemson. If I had to pick a school right now, it'd be Clemson, so don't really expect much movement there on the Michigan end. Let's go down to Haven Harris, wondering about my Alaskan David Pale Pale. Do you have a good comp? I don't really have a good comp, uh, so apologies, Haven. I, I definitely want to watch a little bit more of his film, and I plan to go out to see him at some point here in the near future as well. Uh, but he's definitely a big target now. He's really moved up the nose board, which doesn't have a, a ton of clarity at this time. He really had a great visit 
to Michigan, enjoyed his time in Ann Arbor. He was at Penn State this week. So they're also a threat. You know, some schools back west are, are also threats as well. But I think Michigan's trending in the right direction. I think they get him in for an OV. Excited to go out and see him get a live evaluation period or live evaluation of him um, and, and also just kind of chop it up with him in person to see how he's really feeling about the Wolverine. So I, I do plan on going out there here pretty soon and, and getting you uh, more information, but uh, see, we have fans all the way from Alaska joining us here. The uh, go blue wave goes across the country. I hope to get out to Alaska at some point. I've been trying to convince my wife to take a trip out there. Uh, let's go to Ben Ricketts. And he says, besides Warnera, do you think we will see any additional commits this month? Um, it's uh, April 12th. I think the possibility is definitely there, especially guys that are kind of leans with no true timeline. Like I keep mentioning Brian Robinson throughout this uh, YouTube live, just because like if I were him, I would be trying to lock up my spot right now. Um, you know, Brady Prescorn's a guy that could just get tired of everything and commit at some point here soon. Uh, with the offensive line spots going, I think you could see Blake Frazier make a decision. And and he's a, a guy that, you know, is just a he's a natural leader. I think he would be a big boost for just getting more guys to commit, not necessarily just along the offensive line. But in general, I think he would be super vocal, he's super active on social media, really likable kid as well. So I think Blake Frazier would be uh one to watch as well so those are some of the guys that i think you know they don't really have true decision timelines but they could pop really at any time let's go down to newber and he says any defensive tackles that we are in the mix for so if you're talking about like nose types like we we just covered david pale pale he's definitely a top target on the board michigan's still working on five-star defensive lineman justin scott out of chicago the wolverines are very much in the mix for an official visit so i wouldn't completely dismiss justin scott that one's obviously going to be a tough one to win but i definitely wouldn't count him completely out uh outside of you know david pale pale i think they're you know, just several other guys that haven't necessarily visited yet. Like one that comes to mind is Jericho Johnson. They're really high on him out of California. Uh, he's certainly one to watch, but I think a lot of these nose guys, they just have to get them on campus. As far as like three tech types, I mean, you already have Manuel Beagle committed. You already have Ted Hammond committed. So I think for Michigan to take, um, Another type of, of guy like that, it's going to have to be a prospect they really, really like, a really highly rated type of guy. Like, for example, I posted over on our Fort message board, Eddie Twerk was once a big target as, as kind of a three-tech type of you know, with Hammond and Beagle already on board, they recently told him they were moving on to other options. So I think it's going to have to be a really uh big prospect if it's not a nose for for a defensive line taken obviously there are multiple spots left uh for for the edge guys uh let's go ahead and go down to william cawthorn and before we do guys i want to bring you another message from one of our sponsors lewis jewelers lewis jewelers can help you with any jewelry need it's stress-free and easy working with one of their non-commissioned trusted advisors they help you find that perfect diamond stop by lewis jewelers today and fix any issue you have finding jewelry for that special occasion uh i know my 
uh, brother-in-law is getting married soon. And I told him to go to Lewis Jewelers. I was like, go to Lewis Jewelers, man. They have a ton of great diamonds. And uh, it's your diamond store and so much more since 1921. You can visit them at their uh, new location at 300 South Maple Road in Ann Arbor or online at lewisjewelers.com. That's Lewis Jewelers, where, where Ann Arbor gets engaged, where the world gets engaged since you can order their diamonds online and they are very trusted. They've been around since 1921, since Jim Thorpe and the Canton Bulldogs uh, ruled the days of football. Uh, let's go ahead and go down to Owen Postel. And he says, what are the odds that we land of Williams and Nwari, um, Aiden Breland, Justin Scott, Ernest Willer, Benedict Ume, um, Jared Smith, or Jericho Johnson? Um, I would say that the odds are good. I think Michigan can pull one of those guys off. I mean, the, the one that stands out to me a lot is Ernest Willer. We haven't talked a lot about him, but I had a report up on him over at the Wolverine. He's told me He told me he's planning to visit soon. A lot of his recruitment seems Big Ten heavy. Uh, you know, for guys that don't know, he's a top 100 defensive lineman out of IMG Academy, but originally from... Uh, the DMV. I actually saw him at the Under Armour camp in Baltimore last year. I think he's one of those guys that could move around the defensive line. He was actually originally listed as an edge, but he's added some weight. I think he can be a three. I think he could potentially even be uh, a nose. Uh, he's just a really intriguing prospect. I haven't seen him since that Under Armour camp in Baltimore, so I'd like to go out to IMG and catch a glimpse of him soon. Uh, but he's definitely an interesting guy that's really high on Michigan. And like I said, it's more of a Big Ten type of recruitment as opposed to an SEC type of recruitment. So that's a winnable one. Uh, Benedict Ume is a guy that I mentioned that obviously, you know, his recruitment's just getting started. But uh, Mike Elston has some really strong ties to those Connecticut boarding schools. I think that will help with Ume and Smith as well. So I think it's definitely possible to see uh, Michigan landing one of these guys. I think uh, Braylon being out of region from, uh, you know, the West Coast, probably not. Williams and Wari seems like a super huge long shot. Um, Jericho Johnson is just kind of an unknown right now. But I think, do think it's possible that Michigan – uh, comes away with one here. Let's go down to Go Blue 81 and he says, pre-scoring or Max LeBlanc at tight end. Could we get both or just one? Not sure how many tight ends we'll take. Um, I'm not sure Michigan will take three tight ends. They'll take two. I mean, pre-scoring would definitely be the priority over Max LeBlanc. Um, you know, maybe there's a situation where they could take LeBlanc uh, just in case with Hogan Hansen visiting Miami and being an out of region guy. Um, and, and then you take pre-scorn, but right now I would probably say two is the more likely scenario with pre-scorn remaining the top priority, but look credit to Grant Newsom. He is not a fan of the, all your eggs in one basket. He is consistently recruiting top tight ends, whether it's Max LeBlanc or Carter Nelson out of Nebraska or Walter Matthews out of Georgia who recently visited. I mean, he's giving himself some options for sure. Let's go ahead and go down to Mitchell M. 
And uh, he says secondary and D line are a little concerning, which is confusing because Clink is a great recruiter, and so is Elston. Should be getting more top tier prospects. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Elston's a guy that's known as a great evaluator of talent, and so he took guys early that he really likes. Manuel Beagle, you know, is obviously an international prospect who spent last year at one of the Connecticut boarding schools at, at Choate. So I think he's a guy with a lot of upside. I think Mike Elston probably values Ted Hammond a lot more than the uh, recruiting services do. Uh, it, it would be nice to see Michigan land an elite level nose, but obviously that's going to be tough. A lot of those big 300 pounders end up going to sec country, but you know, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I would like to see Elston land some more highly touted guys, but I also do trust his uh evaluations as well um with corner i just think it's kind of a weird year it's it's really aaron scott and bryce west as those realistic targets and then everybody else right so it's not like there's uh an array of options here that that are other highly rated guys it's more project guys after that so i'm just not sure it might just be a weaker year nationally i mean jay harbaugh quietly has michigan in the mix with some really nice prospects ricardo jones is an elite level guy zaquan patterson is an elite level guy josiah brown out of long island's a guy that we don't talk a lot about but michigan squarely in the mix i know i'm missing somebody jordan johnson rubel out of img academy who just visited this spring is very highly touted. So they're in the mix. The, those safety targets are just going to take a little longer, though. We have a super chat from William Cawthorn. So let me go all the way down to him. He is skipping the line, which is smart because we only have four minutes left. Uh, William Cawthorn, what will it take to get a five-star talent at the wide receiver spot? Probably JJ having a really big year. Michigan opening up things more with the pass game, but you know that's going to be tough when you have Blake Quorum returning, you have Jonathan Edwards to hand the ball off to, and you have the back-to-back Joe Moore Award winners uh, along the offensive line. So right now, I don't think any five-star level receivers are really, you know, in the mix for Michigan. I think Ryan Wingo, who's visited twice in the past, is is tailing off. You know, I think Gatlin Bear is the only real top 100 wide receiver that Michigan has a true shot with. So I think, you know, even though Michigan got Jaden Davis on board, which is nice and it'll help with wide receiver targets like Jordan ship and Channing Goodwin and Marion Stewart, they obviously aren't five-star recruits. I think in order for that to happen, the offense would have to open up a, a little bit more for guys to be really, really interested or, you know, um, new land like Bryce Underwood next cycle is the number one recruit in the country and has so many guys that would want to play with him. Uh, that would be something, but um, yeah, as things stand right now, not a, not a ton of movement with those elite level wide receivers. We have another super chat from Francis Garcia, $10 shout out to Francis. What's the point of a silent commit? If a recruit wants to uh, end up at a school to save a scholarship, shouldn't they, receive that kid's public endorsement as a recompense. Yeah. I mean, look, Francis, that's a good question. I mean, silent commits don't mean a lot unless you make a silent commitment and you're setting something up. So a lot of times, you know, kids will set a silent commit and they're trying to plan a ceremony or get a graphic done or get a, a visit done or not a visit, but a video 
done. So something along those lines where they're trying to set up a date and a commitment party for family and friends or trying to get something done for social media. That's a real silent commitment. Other silent commitments, it's kind of just reserving a spot. But I think, you know, it's to the point where staffs really aren't um, getting super excited about silent commits, especially after last cycle. And we are now kind of in the NIL era where things can just change so rapidly. I mean, Michigan had, you know, a handful of silent commits last cycle that didn't end up coming into fruition because, you know, NIL was such a factor that it led to them picking somewhere else. So uh, silent commits are really hard to, to get behind unless we know that there is a, a commitment date coming behind that $2 from Jason Moose. And he says, Michigan is getting too many offensive linemen. We need more defense. Um, so not really a question there, just more of a comment uh, from Jason Moose. Look, you take all the offensive linemen you can get. I mean, at some point you have to cut it off with numbers, but if these elite level offensive linemen want to keep jumping on board, then, you know, all power to them for sure. So let's go ahead and get back to the order we are in. Let me try to find where we were at. Um, so sorry about that guys. Uh, let's go back to um, William Cawthorn and he says, is football recruiting and basketball recruiting different? Like, do you only cover football and basketball has its own coverage? Yes, basketball has its own coverage. I do not cover basketball. I haven't covered basketball in like 10 years. The last time I covered basketball, I was still like in college and I covered SMU and Larry Brown was there, which is pretty fun. I got to go on the EYBL circuit and all of that stuff. But I don't I enjoy playing basketball. I don't really watch basketball. I I don't really love basketball like I do football. So uh, yeah, they have their own coverage. Chris Ballas, Clayton Safey, the team guys, you know, Anthony Broom, they kind of take care of basketball stuff. I don't really want any part of basketball. Um, ben Rickett says, any concerns with Hogan Hanson visiting Miami? A minimal concern. I definitely don't want to brush it off. Look, uh, you know, he apparently he was out there with a family friend, but it was a real visit. Like it wasn't like a group tour, like with a seven on seven team or something. He actually met with the staff. They are actually pushing for him. So it wasn't just like, a, oh, I want to go check out Miami just because like there there is a little something there. So I would monitor it, but not a ton of concern coming out of Ann Arbor right now. But, you know, Miami is very NIL friendly, so we can never dismiss them all right guys we've hit the 30 minute mark so uh get your super chats in if you have them if not we're gonna do a little rapid fire it seems like we have a ton of questions so apologies for not getting to all of them um let's do some rapid fire here let's go with tyler princing he says think michigan will land any other five stars in the 2024 class Ooh, it depends on how the rankings shake out I don't know. Maybe if like Brady Prescorn gets a big bump or Aaron Childs gets a, a big bump. I mean, he's a he's rated really low by on three, but he's a five star level guy in my book. Then maybe probably not any of the guys that are currently rated five stars. Um, Mikey Wolford says, what does the cornerback board look like? Obviously, West and Scott are the main two with Boo Carter after them. But who else is up? Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's Scott and West and everybody else. Boo Carter is more of a Swiss Army knife, uh, kind of more of a nickel type. But after those, it's it's more project guys, like I mentioned earlier. Jalen Todd, Nigel Maynard, J Jeremiah Lowe. Tyshun White is a highly rated guy out of uh, Georgia that I was going to put a quick note up over at the Wolverine on. He's definitely 
uh, on the board as well. Uh, Austin Alexander out of Chicago who visited. So, uh, yeah, definitely some others. Um, let's go ahead and go down to um, Theodore Dodge. Sorry if you've already covered this, but my understanding was Brandon Baker visited last weekend. We had not heard much about it. Apparently, he's rescheduling his visit, Theodore, so he, d- he did not make it. John A. Schultz says, outside of tiles, which linebackers are highest on Michigan's board and which are most realistic? I think the guys that are high on the board and realistic are obviously Aaron Tiles, Jeremiah Beasley, um, Mike Boganowski out of Kansas. Those are probably the guys that come to mind. And then you have newer offers like Kamar Mathudi, who I had a story up over at the Wolverine. Uh, California kid, I think really, really likes Michigan. Daniel Hill. Uh, out of Mississippi is another guy that, that Partridge recent, recently offered. William Cawthorn coming in with a super chat. These schools only take one commit at the quarterback position at a time. Um, I think that's going to be the case for Michigan this cycle with Jaden Davis. However, schools take two quarterbacks, you know, every so often. When I covered Texas, they took two quarterbacks, about half the classes that I covered them, I believe. I, I know there was at least a couple of classes there with two quarterbacks. So, it, you know, a lot of guys, especially in this day and age with NIL and stuff, they want to be the guy. Uh, but sometimes, you know, two quarterbacks just ha- happen. I, I would love to see Michigan take two quarterbacks next cycle, especially, you know, coming off back-to-back cycles of project-level quarterbacks. You don't you know, necessarily know what the future of the quarterback room is going to be. And you're banking a lot on Jaden Davis. So I would like to see two quarterbacks. I mean, I would love to see, you know, a Bryce Underwood or a Cutter Bowley, you know, an elite level type of guy paired with more of a little bit of a, a project guy, like maybe a Keldon Ryan from Texas who who visited not too long ago. Um, I think those are all the super chats. Apologies again for, um, not having a producer and having to do all of this on my own. And uh, lastly, it says, uh, let's do one more question. So sorry, guys. Let's see if I can find one more question that wasn't uh, super chat. Let's go ahead and go to Ben Ricketts. And he says, which current commit is acting as the biggest recruiter to others to join the class? I think the offensive line guys are doing a really good job of recruiting uh, people, whether it's, you know, Andrew Sprague, who's a recent commit, Ben Roebuck, um, Luke Hamilton, all those guys have been really active in helping Michigan recruit other guys. Jacob Odin in the secondary has been working nonstop as well. So uh, those guys are, are working really hard. And, you know, the guy in the thumbnail, Jake Winera, I think could be next for that offensive line group. Um, you know, like I said earlier with, when era he wasn't you know really planning to commit this early at an official visit set with florida i don't think that'll happen with michigan taking one true center i think he wants to lock up his spot that's why you saw him set a commitment date so i feel really good about my prediction for him and i know those offensive line guys uh like i mentioned luke hamilton ben roebuck andrew sprague they've been re- working really hard on jake Winera. from my understanding he's been bonding really well uh with those guys so i feel good about my prediction for Winera, and a big reason is because of the peer recruiting that that offensive line group um is doing so um, we'll see what other guys decide to set dates soon. I appreciate you guys for joining me on the Wolverine live recruiting show. Sorry if I did not get to your question. We had a lot of questions coming in tonight. We've hit the, um, 30, 
35 minute mark. So we've got an overtime and I have to go get my rental car for my trip tomorrow. So appreciate you guys for joining me as always stay locked in on the Wolverine.com for just $29.99 until August 31st. If you're not a subscriber, come get premium recruiting information there and uh, hit this like button, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is completely free. We are at 21,500 subscribers. Let's get that up to 22 K soon. Appreciate you guys. Hope you all have a great rest of the week. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-427 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.